get. I know you did. Yeah. You didn't give the disclaimer yet. No. I want to give a disclaimer. Yes. That I, I'm quitting smoking. Mm. So we have Angry Jim today. So you're I, I cannot explain. Like you guys. I went cold turkey and I said, I can't do this because I was such an a-hole for two straight days. I wanted to rip my hair out. Everyone I walked by, I would look at them and like, your hair looks dumb. Your pants don't fit. Like just everything. I just wanted to fight. Everything you always want to say, but hold back. And I, (laughs) yeah, no, (laughs) because everything was so, was so um, heightened that just, I couldn't do it. I was Mm. like, I have to work on... uh, just slowly cutting back. So I'm doing that, but it's been a few right. a few hours, so it might be a little feisty. <laughs> Chad, you want to be on the show today? Talking about marketing mix. Yeah. 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 Give on, us your secret. You. What's your secret you sauce? Little, uh, awesome podcast you guys got. Come on, yeah, we've been trying to get well, you on forever. The first thing you got to do is you got to believe in what you're doing, right? You yep. got to stick with what you're doing. Yep. Um, you got to try different things. And from from what we did is we were really the best at being able to um, really see where our advertising and marketing dollars were coming from, from our self-check-in system. Yep. So, you yeah. know, a lot of whether you're a car dealership or restaurant or whatnot, your place starts getting busier, you're just real happy, but you may not really know where they're coming from. Right. So once you get the technology set up to where the client can choose, it kind of eliminates salespeople telling you what works and don't work, because you know. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, let me. Nope. I, I want to ask you, do you when you started Lady Jane's yep. or and now, do you look at everything day to day and go, we only got two clients today, um, we only got three yes, or do you look at it as a whole? Um, yeah, I'm an analytical guy, right? So even though I don't look like it, I'm a numbers geek, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, well, you look like a geek, but yeah, not a numbers I mean, at geek. At the end of the day, <laughs> numbers big time. I mean, all the stores across the country, levels, growth, percentages, stylists, the length of how long they've been there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but you don't do you, do you um, stress over it day to day, or do you would you look at something weekly, monthly, yearly? Yeah, how, I how do you? I, I don't I don't stress no more like I did when I w- didn't have as many stores. Right, you got a hundred and something stores. Yeah, assume you're stressing a lot more. So it's different yeah. now, but. Um, and I got the best staff now, you know, that have been with me a long time. I got people that work for me over a decade, you know. I yeah. got people with me that when I started LJ that still manage stores, you know. So um, retention was huge. And again, having people a little bit differently than me. A lot of the people in my corporate office are different than me, right? I'm very, like, uh, aggressive. I come from nothing. I'm a Boston <laughs> kid. I'm a custom, yep. you know. Yep. You know uh, these guys are smart. And, you know, I just put a good team around me that <laughs> right. are, like, the opposite to me. Like exactly. Yeah. Start with your strengths, right? But no, I don't stress out about, um, you know, the the, the daily numbers of what's going on. I mean, as long as they continue to grow and the girls are happy. And when I started LJ, the most important thing was how can I make sure the girls get rich? Obviously, I was trying to get wealthy, but I wanted them to get rich. (laughs) Yeah, right. And make good money to cut hair. So I think that's why LJ's done so good with our marketing and advertising, training of talent. Um, retention of girls, yep. um, all those things that you know matter. Mm-hmm. It's just which putting percentages on is the retention twenty eight percent of it is marketing thirty five percent of it, but it all comes together to make one. Right, and it takes some time to find that perfect mix. Yeah. As and even well, in this right? Birmingham store, I opened it two years ago, June twenty six. I got every same girl that's been here since day one. Really, so every yeah. person's been here since June twenty six. Two years, not one girl's left. And Who all wouldn't want to work here? Look at it here. Yeah, we love it here. <laughs> we love when you guys are here, too. <laughs> What's going on? 
Tim's well, here too. He's he wants to get on the mic. Real yeah, quick. I just came in, jumped in on you guys. <laughs> no, it's uh, awesome. Podcast, we've been, well, well, I didn't even know what I was talking about. Well, so we've been wanting to over, do a uh, show with you just about sports marketing. Yeah, but I do want to uh, sports marketing. I've been there, right? I've yeah. been a sponsor of the Lions. I've been a sponsor of the Tigers. Tigers yeah. um, I've dealt with the teams um, very in depth. I've traveled with the team on the team planes. Yep. I've built relationships with guys, players. Uh, I, the sports marketing was real good for me at the beginning, even though it's expensive because it helped bring um, credibility to Lady mm-hmm. Jane's. Right. And uh, the Lions were amazing to me for a decade. Tom Lewan, all them, the Fords. I mean, they really treated me amazing for those ten years. And this one, Lady Jane's got so big, we were more interested in doing sports advertising maybe in a bigger stage with the whole NFL instead of right. just one team. Right. Well, and that right. doesn't happen over – you don't see a change overnight from that. Do you? When you, The first day you started doing something with the Lions, the next day was their line well, out the door? Well, we did because we would put somebody on the midfield, kick punts, and if yeah. someone caught three punts, the whole stadium got free haircuts. Can you get me to do that? I want to do that. I would be so much better than – well, so, I'd cost you guys some money. Cause so I'm, <laughs> um, that, that worked awesome and engaged the stadium. It was done at halftime. Again, marketing. When I got yep. in with the Lions, no one really wanted the halftime show. Everyone thought everyone went to get something to eat, went to the bathroom, da, da, yeah. Nah, it's boring. Okay, just give it. And yeah. then I built it to awesomeness, yeah. we believe. And mm-hmm. then, of course, people are like, that's awesome. I want it. I'll pay three times as much. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, and advertising has a lot to do with your negotiating skills. That's just the, the realness of mm-hmm. it. I mean, advertising are real dollars. And yeah. once that commercial runs, it's like gone forever. Yeah. So, you know, tracking all that. I mean, a lot of different parts that go into it. Oh, yeah. Well, you're the perfect person to talk to about this because we... We do this show to try and show people that you can do your own marketing. You don't need to go hire some fancy ad agency and spend a million dollars for them to create a campaign. You can do it yourself. That's kind of the the purpose of this show. Yeah, if you get the right people. I was lucky, believe it or not. When I came to this town, I had, believe it or not, Mike Broadwell. There was three (laughs) three of my number ones, Mike Broadwell, Timmy McCollum, and um, Katie Kalinske. So those were the three people that took over and helped me. Um, but yeah, from the get-go, I took over my own advertising, my own marketing. I had the right questions. When I started with Riff, it was so expensive. So then yeah. I had to figure out different ways to buy different time frames. I mean, sure. And you had a smart guy telling you how to how to do that smartly. And well, and I had Mike, who's um, you know cared <laughs> for not... me, and then we grew together, and the stores grew, and you know he took a liking to me and my family and my company, and always worked hard for me, and obviously, Greater Media now uh, Beasley, but. Yeah. Um, you know, Mike's been a huge part of building yeah. up Lady Jane's without even really knowing it all the time. But I've told him a lot of times over the years how thankful I am of him. And Aww. that's what we're thankful of this uh, studio. Yeah, even the studio, <laughs> yes. so yeah, studio that we built in here that we love. You know, that was something that came to my idea, but it was uh, something that Mike supported. And Mike brought it up to upper management and ownership, and then they agreed to it. And then I think everybody loves it now, but it was a chance for everybody. Um, but I just gave the feeling to all you guys and all of Beasley that I promise that I will go over the top and treat them better than even you guys treat them. <laughs> <laughs> they treat us pretty well. But. They do, they do. <laughs> I don't know if they bring you coffees and donuts like we do, though. No. No, mm-hmm. no nope. we don't get that. Every once in a while, there's a stale bagel on the corner of the, of the <laughs> yeah. hallway. <laughs> so do you, want to get, do you want to talk about this topic in the mix? Few, i got to catch a plane. i got to okay. catch a plane. Oh. I'm about out of here, but i got a few more minutes to answer a couple okay. questions well, since I'm here. So. So, yeah, since you're here, so there's this program called Comps Point, and that's what we really want to talk about today, is it's what ad agencies use, and I'm giving out an ad agency secret now. Uh, Well, it's not secret to people that work there, but secret to the rest of the world, I guess, that it's this program where you put in your goals of your campaign, 
and add it in the budget and it spits back. Yeah. It runs it through 69 different media channels and it spits you back based on your budget and what your goals are, where you should be spending your money. 69. <laughs> and how much, right? And how much. Uh, so I mean it, let's say you have a million dollar budget and you want to reach men in the Austin, Texas market and uh, between 18 and 34 and you want to spend a million dollars and you want to do it in March, April, and May. It'll spit you back and say you should spend this much on TV, you should spend this much on print, this much on radio, on down the line, through all the way through Snapchat, mobile search. And so this takes people's perceptions and why I think, before, before we get into it, I want to say why I think this is BS and why mm -hmm. you're getting ripped off if you just go with something like this because it doesn't, it doesn't uh, take into account how important what you're trying to accomplish is as far as the story. And different medias are good at diff telling diff diff people different things about your company, right? So the Lions probably wouldn't have showed up if you would have hired an ad agency. Right. But you Correct. knew, Chad, right, like what you could do if you made something cool and how it could impact your business. Because an ad agency probably would have came back to you and said, there's no way you should put that much money into a, a promotion like that. Correct. Yeah. Especially when I only had maybe... 10 stores when I first started with right. the Lions. Yeah. I'd say, uh, me, we do everything in-house, as you know, Mike. Um, yep. We would never do any bundle packages of, you know, just take the TV, take the radio, take the Snap, yeah. take the Google, take the this. I mean, uh, we're much more selective on how we would uh, choose and pick, but we've been in this game a long time. Yeah. Um, uh, when I got in and I built Lady Jane's, I went and hired the best sales guy in, in radio in mm -hmm. this town and in, in, in Timmy. So right from the get-go, <laughs> we were almost like expert buyers. I didn't need to go through an agency. Um, and sometimes right. I believe that the radio stations, TV stations, uh, they like to work directly with the client. Yeah. And maybe a little note that people don't know is the rep that reps your account is going to get paid more money if you buy direct than if you go through an agency. Yep, yeah. <laughs> so there is something a little bit more of how someone would feel or act if... Work uh, a little harder, Yeah, right? work a little harder for you, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you're still going to do your job oh, no yeah, matter what. Oh, yeah, definitely work harder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but little things that we knew going into it so we could keep fighting to get what we wanted. So we always wanted to take care of Mike, and we always want to take care of Jessica. You know, we're trying to take care of the people of that take care of us. <laughs> so the four big things at Com's Point... Um, measures is awareness, trial, where to buy and consideration. So, and I think it's kind of, but it only asks the survey people their perception. So this is just people's perception. And I think this is kind of fair. 71% uh, of people rank TV ads as the number one way to generate awareness. So they would say, so if you did a comps point thing, and then they 53% of people say, they have radio ranked third, outdoor ranked second. So those are your top three: TV, outdoor, and radio. Outdoor they might be, but they might be right with that. But they don't know that seventy-three percent of of TV is the number you're saying that TV could be eight times more expensive yeah. than yeah. Um, something else. So yeah, you got to take that all into consideration. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're not good with numbers. It's going to be tough going and doing all this buying and moving and shaking and rates and spots and spot times and cum and frequency. And <laughs> I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. But once you understand it and you know it, you can be very effective and you can find a way to even give the stations even more money mm -hmm. and then motivate your salesperson to work harder for you because you're a direct client. Well, and there's yeah. a human element to what you do and that 
this information doesn't thousand percent. We could be doing the things we're even doing right now. If I mm -hmm. never met you, I used the ad agency. Yeah. You can't build relationships and relationships at the end of the day is what it's all about. I mean, I hope everyone knows that as yeah. life goes on, it's the relationships that you build and then you help them and they help you and then you all grow together and have a great life and a good business. But they just break up a, you know, TV to 73, you know, they come up with this breakup. Right. 18% will be spent here, 25 here. But you know, in Detroit compared to Chicago, Detroit may have something, you know, a radio show or a TV show that and people think differently and different. There's so much that goes into it, and, and some of it's gut. A and thousand percent. We know just from different markets, whether we're in the Midwest in Des Moines, Iowa, mm -hmm. or if we're out in Salt Lake City, Utah, or, you know. But you Arizona. do things differently, differently in different in markets. Market. You have a different you mix, but to. this agency and this information has it split, would have it split evenly through each market. And They'd have the same breakout. Exactly, and thin. Right, yeah. and and that's just I don't know that in advertising that's just and then not you the don't even do know it. you're basically grouping every company into their stats to where mm -hmm. you know if you're running an ad for a certain product that product might get more attention than another product. Yeah, and I, that, Jessica, we just went through a meeting. We we meet people all the time at ad agencies, and they have a belief, and they kind of follow, you know, what what their own perception is, and they they find something that works for them with one client, and they believe <laughs> that they can make that work for every client, and we've. I know Jessica and I were just sat in a meeting where the person said the 6 and the 11 o'clock news is the only way. It's the only thing that works. So it's the, we only put our advertisers there because that's all that, that works. Well, yeah, that's maybe all you can make work. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's you got to know your avatar, right? you got to know who you're talking to and how to get to that person. What is their behaviors, not what's the perception of what's working. You've got to, you know, I'm, I'm a female. How are you going to reach me? How do I consume my media? Mm -hmm. You need to know that about your target audience. Yes. And I think you guys do a really good job, Chad, with, you know, you know where to touch your audience, where to get their, their hot points and their hot buttons. And that's come through with some trial and error in the beginning. And now you've got a formula. And that comes from a good rep, too. Well. Sure. <laughs> so, Chad, would you agree? Our, our, our basic tip here is don't pick your media based on some numbers equation. Pick, pick, pick it based on what message you want to deliver, right? 100%, buddy. And there is 100%. some trial and error in that, too, in finding that, that right mix, right? Mm -hmm. So you may go, well, I know that Dave and Chuck in the morning, I want to reach those people. And, and maybe they do, maybe they don't. So you, you maybe pull back a little bit and go somewhere. Mm -hmm. You have to, you have to, it takes time. It's not something you just say, I'm going to do it this way, and you do it for a year, and then it's going to turn out great. You and then the other important thing, Chad, things. you said is, stick with what you believe in that's the most important mm -hmm. you can't get, get in and get out and throw a couple bucks at it and say it didn't work you never knew so you know you know when we started Broadway, we really attacked it and um yeah you know after a month two months three months you know it takes time to, to brand yeah. what you're doing so then it depends your goal are you trying to open more than a, a location are you trying to just have one location i mean so much goes into the decision making of the growth of the company that you plan on doing yeah there's an old analogy that's it's fill the glass and it's if you had a, a pitcher of beer and a bunch of glasses it's better to fill one glass all the way to the top and then the next and instead of trying to spread the beer evenly yes. evenly over all the glasses because the, if you picture the glasses as an audience you want that one channel that that whole audience to understand your message and hear your message right it's kind of back to what i said when we first started buying the riff i couldn't buy monday mornings i couldn't get drew and mike right you just mm -hmm. they were the biggest thing in the earth so i was like okay i'll go own a certain time that i can own mm -hmm. and i'll just keep it there 
Yeah. Can't give too much information. <laughs> no, no, we're not. I mean, well, the, the the point of the matter is, you got to get your audience to know you, to like you, and to trust you, so that when they see you outside of the normal space that you've been in, they they already have that relationship, and it's it's in more engaging with them. So, no like and trust is a big big way to you know, yeah. got to talk to your audience. And so, Chad, we we do have to do another show just on sports marketing, so we can talk about how you made that work, how you were able to afford it. Yeah. as a small st- startup, right? Yep. Like it's, you didn't have the budget then you have now. Correct. And <laughs> well, again, I wish, think it comes down, but you've got me, creative, uh, building a relationship, um, building a relationship with the team and the lions really, really treating me almost like family, to be honest with you. I mean, when mm-hmm. I first started with them in no way was I paying, you know, rates that maybe a Pepsi would pay. They sure. found a way to, fit me in an area which was the halftime and and grow from there so uh, again the lions were amazing to me in this town and well, then you, you had someone creative that valued your relationship or wanted to build a relationship and wanted things to work for you and said you know what and that's maybe they're not going to pay NFL team. <laughs> right, especially an nfl team but but they said they saw you know how they could help you and they said god this is just a perfect fit if we make this happen it's going to happen for years. It's not, it's not a short-term thing for them or for you. That was a good pitch I always had from the beginning, whether it was Broadway or it was the Lions. You know, we're dealing with us. This isn't a one-week, a one-month, a trial area. and We're coming in. We're trying to do this for 10, 20 years. You know, we mm-hmm. had that. Um, well, we've been on the rift now for uh, 15 straight yeah. years. Like, yeah. get used to me because I'm going to be around. <laughs> I remember it, it was the Tigers you did first, yes, right? Yes, I did with the With the haircut first. with the yep, camera. Yep, yep. That was awesome because you had such a good idea. Yep. But so just for fun, I just looked up where Coms Point ranks um, sports sponsorships. Uh, 65th out of 69. So Would you agree with that? Is <laughs> it 65th for you? No, it definitely <laughs> no. Right? wasn't 65th It was in your top three, right? Things you did. You did radio first. I would say that it was um, top three, and it was one of the things that helped make my company look more of like a national brand right. and allow me to go Looked, across yes. the country. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They gave me credibility, if I right. want to say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very legitimized yes. everything, right? Yep. And seeing your logo up there just made it look like part of something. Right. You know, like, like people see it next to Pepsi. Yep. So it gives you that. Mm-hmm. Did you do it in 2008? Does that sound about... That was the 0-16 year? Oh, yeah. I was there I just have to ask because I, yeah. I had season tickets yeah. for eight or nine years, yes. so I remember seeing it all the time. And yes. <laughs> and I wanted to... But I dropped my tickets after that. Ten, but I still go quite a bit. We did 10 years <laughs> with them. And um, again, things come to an end sometimes because 10 years of doing what we're doing, your kind of message um, um, just gets played out I guess mm-hmm. so then two years ago we took a new campaign uh, to Fox 2 with Dan and, and stuff like that that worked out great too so yeah it's just again growing your business knowing what works but I think the most important thing is you have to really understand where your marketing dollars are working yeah so you got to figure out internally in your business how you're going to be able to track your money spends yeah. and that was the thing that we were able to do before we even started yeah and a lot of people don't think of that, or they don't think of it until it, it's three months in, and they go, wait, how do we know where this money was, where I it's coming from? I think they look from? at it as, oh, wow, it's going great, it works, it works, or it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Exactly. They don't know what parts of it are making it work and not work, and that's where they just finally say, I can't afford this no more, and then they just slowly choke out. And sometimes it's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to find, not every... 
not every Sorry. business can not every business can figure that out and, and you creatively or however you did have found a way to, to track that and that's what I don't have a, a, a specific way to tell every business this is the how you do it the well, way I would tell a lot of um, retail businesses is I would I would have double the market and budget that I put into the whole building itself. <laughs> yeah. So if the building yeah. cost me to build out this business three hundred thousand, I need a six hundred thousand yeah. dollar budget. Most people will go and end up spending four hundred thousand, make it look real awesome, but don't even have ten grand to market. It's like you might as well give up before you start. Yeah. 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 I gotta catch a plane. I, I love you guys. <laughs> Thanks we'll for coming. We love you too. Yeah. Do this. You guys yeah, are for awesome. sure. Yeah. Thanks so much. Appreciate you coming on for a few minutes. For sure. All right. We'll see you, Chad. My glasses go. Chad stole them. CJ. CJ. I'm the Jack. He is a banker. And Jane, she is a clerk. And both of them save their monies. And when, when they come home from work ooh, uh, Sitting down by the fire ooh, uh, The radio does play The classical music they jam The march of the wooden soldiers All your protest kids You can hear Jack say Get rid of Some evil mothers Well they're gonna tell you that Everything is just dirt You know that women Never really faint And that villains always Blink their eyes Ooh. And that you know Children are the only ones Who blush And that life is just a 